This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Welcome back to Great Disturbances. I am Rich. And I am Paul. And we're, we're here with another cantina chat. I'm sure you can hear the cantina behind us bustling. B. Arthur's around here somewhere. I I've think, got right? my Mike's Hard Space Blue Milk sitting in front of me. <laughs> Mike's Hard Space Blue Milk. I love it. I love it. You texted that to me the other day. I was like, ah, yeah. that's good. I like that. I was like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in our next cantina chat, <laughs> just to, just to have a chuckle between us and no one else. So there we go. And now I've, now I fucked it up. Sorry. <laughs> All right, everyone, back to one. We're doing it again. <laughs> So, uh, so we, this is, you know, as anybody that's listened to this knows, this is our kind of like our shorter form, quick little, little quick, quickie, uh, podcast, you know, where you like, we'll we'll call it, you know what, we'll call it like a little afternoon delight podcast. That's what this (laughs) is a little, a little nooner, you know, uh, (laughs) just, you know, just to wet wet the beak a little bit so that maybe you'll want to come back and listen to one of the what we're now calling the saga episodes saga episodes the the main the main feed stuff we've talked about other things on here besides this uh, besides like we've talked about single issues of comics we've talked about uh like bigger concepts but we started off with a question and i and i loved the idea that we started off with a question and i we talked about this before we started going that we that that this would kind of be a kind of an off the cuff thing if I presented this question to you without any prep. So Paul, I'm gonna Paul's got no prep here. I just threw this at him. I'm going blind. I'm going like <laughs> mock two with my hair on fire. Nice. Oh <laughs> man, what a what a great visual. Wait. Ah, never mind. No ball joke. Uh, Top Gun reference. You know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna make a ball joke now. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor <Paul. laughs> Mock, mock two with my beard on fire. There we go. Boom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That works so much better. So the question is this: Do you have, and if you do have, what is your single most favorite moment in a Star Wars themed anything, uh, movie, TV show, whatever? Yeah. What is it if you have one? So three things spring to mind not that we have to talk about all three no i said one paul god damn said, it you, you boil that shit down two of them have to lose kill the other two just kidding. kill the other two put them in a room and make them fight to the death that's the only way all three of them whoever comes all three out, of them whoever's alive at the end <laughs> is the one thing so two runners up i'll just give you one yeah. phrase a little bit sure Second runner-up, the Darth Revan reveal in Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, turned that game completely around for me. Not that it was in, lost to me, but it was like the game jumped to a whole new level Yeah, when that happened. Yep. Yeah. Yep. First runner-up is the end of Rogue One. Oh, yeah. When Jin and I forget the guy's name they face down the destruction wave. Oh, Cassian, from the, yeah. Yep. From, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Cassian Andor. From the, like, the, the, the not full power Death Star blast. Yeah. That, that shoots Scarf. You know yep. what I mean? Like, they, they're like, they're like, there's nothing we can do. 
and they face it together. Yeah. And we, I could go on and on about what that is in more depth, but it's it's the runner up, so it doesn't get that. It only gets a mention. <laughs> it can get that. We can we could No no no. There. No, it has to die. <laughs> that one has died. Oh, Along shit. with the Darth the Darth Revan reveal and the facing down the blast woman have died <laughs> in the battle. Because my favorite moment in all of Star Wars media that was an instant, it was an instant catch in my throat. It was an instant slap in the face. The Last Jedi. I've gone on about this. I'm sure there are, among our listener, there are people who, <laughs> who, who disagree, I'm sure. But like to me, The Last Jedi is, is like peak Star Wars. Yeah. Partly, partly because of what it represents, not just because of its strengths or weaknesses as a film itself, but because of what it represents in the larger scheme of things. And that is like, it's trying to, I, I view Last Jedi as trying to dig deeper into things. And there's a moment in The Last Jedi when they are on the salty planet crate mm-hmm. and they're fighting the battle and Finn is flying his weirdo ski thing. For some reason, he decides to fly his thing like through the beam of the blast yeah. <laughs> into the thing that that was like, okay, what's that? But <laughs> as he's doing that, Rose Tico like uses her weirdo ski thing to crash him out of the beam and they kind of go tumbling blah, 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 and then like she saves him. Yeah. And he kind of, he scrambles out of his ski thingy and he runs over to her and he, he's like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? And he's like, and she, Rose Tico says, that's how we're going to win. Not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. And to me, that goes, that goes in so many directions. To me, it goes, it goes deeper because to me, the last Jedi. <sighs> okay. <sighs> to me, the last Jedi was the best example or the best thing out there that really represented what is the rebellion worth? Like, why why is it worthwhile that there's a rebellion or a resistance? I mean, you get some good stuff in Rogue One, sure, absolutely, you do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for that too. But but this really, but that's like a very, Rogue One is very personal for like. Jin and her family, not necessarily on a broader scale for why is this, why is the rebellion important to the galaxy? Right. right. Sure. Last Jedi for me helps you zoom out to why is the rebellion important or the resistance in this case for the galaxy at large. And a lot of people had a lot of hate for the Canto Bite stuff. But for me, it was the perfect thing because that that gave you the perspective of here is part of the motivation of why we're doing the resistance. Here is why we do what we do because there's slavery in the galaxy because there's war profiteering in the galaxy because there's, because the rich can shit on the poor all over the place and we can stand up and say no to that. And you mix that in with not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. To me, that's a callback to Return of the Jedi. Because okay. Luke wins 
the whole thing. He and he doesn't defeat anybody, right? That's Luke doesn't. True. I mean, he kind of, he sort of defeats Vader, but not really because at the end, Vader is the one standing there, and Luke is the one getting blasted, right? right? That's the Luke Anakin Return of the Jedi win moment is also that because they didn't he Luke didn't win by hate he won by love right Vader won by sort of reawakening that love for a family connection right yeah um and that's and so that's to me that's like there's a sense in which i think there's either films or just some people who wind up sort of glorifying war or battles you know kind of love space battles and i i mean i love space battles of course i do Sure, but like the the point is to serve a higher emotional purpose. You know what I mean. the The point of a space battle is to win an objective that you believe in. You know, and so it's it's like I think I've I think I've even mentioned this too at some point. There's an episode of Buffy where there's like a demon who makes everybody sing about stuff that's in there. Oh, yes. Right. Well, it's more with feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Great. Um, you probably know it better than I do, but there's a song or there's a line that Buffy says, she says, don't give me songs. Give me something to sing about. Yes. And that's yeah. what makes things awesome and more true and more real is when you have you you have the thing that you believe in as sort of the wellspring of your motivation and to me that's what rose is calling to here when she says save what you love use that sort of that wellspring within of the things that you want there to be in the galaxy and that's your reason to 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 go to war to go to, to fight is to save those things and when the fighting is done you can be done fighting because you saved what you love and now you get to do the things that you love or be with the people you love because like that, that, that motivated you and you did it and then you were done. And now you have the things that you love near you and you can go do them or be them or whatever the case may be. So to me, all those things got sort of just like sort of tidal waved me in that moment yeah. of, of seeing that, uh, that on screen. And so to me, that's my number one, Star Wars anything moment. Dude, that's fucking brilliant. I love it. I, you know what? I, as you're talking about it, I'm seeing Return of the Jedi in my head in a completely different way. Mm. That's a great way to, to put it. He, Luke did fight, but he stopped. He stopped. He refused yeah. to fight anymore and he threw his lightsaber away and he said, yeah. no, nope, I'm not doing this. Wow. Interesting. And the essence yeah. of maybe what a Jedi is, right? Knowing yeah. when not to fight, when to yeah. let that all, you know. And I mean, I kind of almost think that Luke maybe had something like that in mind from the start. Because he he gave himself up to the Empire Yeah. on Endor. He's like, oh, oh hey, oh, hey, there you go, right? When they got him, he was like, okay, I'm going with you, and now I'll talk to Vader. And he didn't try to fight Vader in the hallway thing. Mm -mm. He just was like, hey, I'm here and I can sense the good in you. I sense the conflict. Like that's he, Luke wanted that for Vader right. for, for Anakin was to sort of draw him back out. And that, and that last bit of the, 
the Darth Vader 2017, 2018 series that we read. Yeah. Also was a moment of that in the very last episode or the last issue of that. Yeah. Where, where the, he was the vision the of version. Luke is yep. what is the light thing that blasted Vader back out of his, out of his vision, basically. Yeah. And so that's like a, to me, that's a, a fulcrum concept, fulcrum moment. Right. In all of those things. Nice. So what about you? What's your, what's your moment? What's your thing? Well, okay. So I know what my, my number one is. And you can give us the, give us the one phrase runner ups. If you have that, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the runner runners ups. up, the runners up. Yep. Number runner up. Number three, the mm-hmm. third place or whatever it is mm-hmm. would be, would have to be the end of empire strikes back. Mm. The very end of Empire, where probably from the point where Lando and Chewie are getting ready to take off and they're, you know, they're all kind of just standing around looking at the, you know, this galaxy, you know, spreading yeah. and all this. And it just, it ends on this, what Kevin Smith famously calls it, he ends, it ends on a down note, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which, which isn't what appeals to me, but what appeals to me is the idea that even though they're in their darkest most desperate moment they are still going to go and find han and Mm -hmm. they're going to Mm -hmm. fight on like Mm -hmm. luke lost his hand but that doesn't matter he'll replace that hand and he'll keep moving on yeah yeah and and i i I really like that 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 concept runner-up number two is actually watching my son watching miles Mm. disney world Mm. He got to participate in the be, be a Jedi thing. They have like a little mm. thing where right. you, you have to rush as soon as you get there to little sign up and everything. And then you sign up for a specific time and you, they, they gather the kids together and they put them all in robes and they give them all lightsabers and they put them onto a stage and they're there with two stage actors. And then Vader comes out. And they have to fight Vader. They have to use the force. And to see five-year-old Miles using the force, you know, and like Mm -hmm. really, truly believing that what he was doing was affecting what was happening. Mm -hmm. And and then he gets to, then he gets to fight with Vader with the lightsaber where he like one parry, one shot, one shot, and then parry, you know, or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. And just the smile on his face was really amazing. So that would be my number two. And how do you top that? (laughs) With, you top it like this. Here, here's here's how I top it, and and oddly enough, mine is also from the Last Jedi, because it's a banging flick. Because it really is. It really is. I, I spend a lot of time online defending this movie, <laughs> but my moment is when Yoda visits Luke mm. on Octo, and he says to Luke that you have to pass on what you know. You know, the 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 Jedi text stuff. Yeah. Like how to wield a lightsaber. Sure. How to use the force. Yeah. But also teach them that failure is the greatest teacher of all failure is the thing that you can learn from the most. And then he follows that up that, that great concept of like, learn from your failings. Don't just let them bog you down. Find in that, you know, what you need to continue to move on, right? I know, I know where you're going, man. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. And oh. then, and then he follows that up <sighs> with, we are what they grow beyond. Ah. Uh, and I, shit uh, you not, I sat in the theater with my son mm-hmm. and I teared up 
watching that happen. And then he defeated you in single combat. And he defeated me in and single combat. He, and he went on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring a bit of levity to our no, no, no. Gen. It's but okay. that was, yeah, th- that, th- dude. But oh. that, that to me, I mean, the concept of that, it applies on such a grand scale, like mm-hmm. parent to child, teacher mm-hmm. to student, you know, just, I love the idea because it is what, it is what life is, right? Like mm-hmm. eventually I'm going to be gone from this world, right? I'll be in the ground and, you know, feeding the animals or whatever. The great yeah. circle of life is, uh, Mufasa was fond of saying, but anyway, mm-hmm. my son will still be here. My grandchildren if i have any will still be here their children will still be here and they he will take whatever i have given him and he's going to mold that into his life perspective and the Mm. greatest example of this that i can give you is my my father and my relationship with my father my dad when i was younger was a very stern by the book type person right 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 not exactly the thinking type when it comes to like, like he'd ponder things, right? But like, they would be like, how am I going to get my car running again? Or how am I going to, you know, whatever, right? Right. So not like great thinking thinker, but a thinker. He gave me so many things to, to use in my life. But all I, what I did was I took that and I, I wrapped it in my worldview. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a giant rubber band ball of worldviews, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that, yeah. that's eventually going to get passed on to Miles and Miles will pass that on to his kids. And in that way, you're never really forgotten. Right. No one ever is really gone, right? And yeah, I just, I fucking love that concept mm. so, so much. I like that. I like that rubber band metaphor. That works really well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It works really well. So the only thing that could ever possibly have beaten out watching my son fight Darth Vader was an idea of my relationship with my son and how that's going to feed him and he's going to feed his next generation and right. so on and so forth right, with it. right same thing with you and your daughter you know yeah like she's gonna yeah. take things that you show her and she's gonna mm-hmm. she's gonna grow beyond that and it's important that she does it's important that yeah. miles does you know i mean yeah it, i mean if you don't we stagnate that like like that moment for you and for me but especially for you it like reached out of the screen and tapped you on the yeah. forehead, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it really did. Yeah, it really did. Man. And that, that's one of that's just one of the myriad reasons that I love the Last Jedi. And one of these days we're gonna get to that movie, but but yeah, I mean it just yeah. conceptually we'll is yeah, just, it's it's a beautiful thing, you know. Yes, it's a beautiful nugget of yes. of Yoda wisdom and. Mm. Of course, you know, as a kid, you know, growing up, everything you ever knew about Star Wars, you knew from Yoda, right? Yeah. Do not, there is no try, you know. What a great, like. The way you put your weapons. What a great thing, too, that, like, like, Yoda really, so in Empire, Yoda really helps you think about, like, oh, what is a Jedi? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This otherworldly whatever. And then in, in the middle film of the next trilogy, 
Yoda again as part of the shake it up and shake it down, right? It's not what you mm-hmm. think, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, are you worried about that tree? Lightning blast, pff, doesn't matter, <laughs> right? He's, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Here's Good to stuff. you. I lift, my, I lift my Mike's hard blue milk to you, <laughs> Grandmaster Yoda. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> Master Yoda. Master uh, Yoda. Yeah, man. I, I think it's funny that we both had Last Jedi moments as yeah. our thing there like i agree with you that when it's it's not ready yet it's not baked Mm -mm. yet but when we get there that'll be epic yeah it's gonna be a good one i'll have to we'll have to do that one in like two parts or something yeah i don't know there's a lot there's a a lot lot, there's a lot i have have so many things to say about last jedi yeah i know (laughs) i know know. jesus ah okay interesting you know, and, and in fact, some of the things that I, like, my main problem with The Last Jedi when I first saw it was Canto Bite, and then, and, and it always kind of stuck with me until you, until I had a conversation with you about it, and you said, no, 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 Canto Bite is, like, really awesome because it shows you this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, he's right. <laughs> this is even more brilliant than I Change, thought. Changing hearts and changing minds, man, that's what there I do. It is. Paul, <laughs> the Paul Moderman way. <laughs> Paul fucking Moderman, changing minds. <laughs> That's your official middle name, isn't it? Fucking Moderman. Fucking Moderman. All right, well, I think that that probably is a good note to all right wrap up. All this right, space B. Arthur, space B. Arthur, <laughs> we'll have a check here. Yeah, check please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. Uh, next, next, I think we're gonna be. Uh, it'll be the we're working on the uh, light working of the on, Jedi. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Right on. Right on. Thanks for listening, Jeff. See you, Jeff. Peace out. Jeff. Peace out. (laughs) What's wrong with me? Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!